Hey there. Some quick housekeeping before we hop into today's show. We're announcing this week that we're going to move the show to a bi-weekly release. Uh, after reflecting on the past year of podcasting, which is crazy, we've been doing it for a year, uh, we we both agreed that we wanted to rush less and spend more time on each episode. And so that's the plan going forward. Uh, you know, obviously we've done this show weekly for the past year, and so we obviously can do it. Uh, but we we just felt that we were compromising quality for quantity more than we like just you know to hit weekly release deadlines. So that said, uh, if you still want to hear us yabber on about whatever it is that we do here every Monday, uh, we're going to move the Patreon episode to the Monday on the off week. So that each Monday there'll still be something. Just the main episode will be released on uh, every other Monday. But anyways, with that, the house has been kept on with the show. Uh, Nick, well, that's Nick. I we two weeks in a row. I have I I got nothing for our intro here, except for I I just Nick. I released this week's episode. Uh, the latest I've released any ep- like literally, honestly, it's a little bit poetic because the only other time that I have been this behind on releasing episodes was our first three episodes, uh, the first year that we did this, oh, and now we've go. like we've like looped back around to year two, and it's like, oh yeah, perfect. You know what you could do is be like editing podcasts the second that you're like recording podcasts and releasing them and whatever. Like it, it felt it, this is very you know twenty. Uh, what are the numbers? It's it's hard to even remember. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, a year ago. Man, it all blurs together. It's terrible. Nick, I need look. This all has the been a hard. Are Nick, are terrible. I say yes. all this. Yeah. yeah, all the wow. Did you just declare the whole decade like uh, something we should just write off? I mean, at this rate, all the twenty. Well, I mean, fair look, enough. Look, all the evidence I have shows a trend. Okay. <laughs> Nick, we're gonna we're gonna change that course tonight because uh, because we have no other options. We need to. I've had a terrible week. I've had a terrible month, Nick. We need this to be good. Uh, like this, this is this is for me. You're making this one for me. No pressure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm also making this one for me. Nick, you ready to do a show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the I'll do, And you know, hold on. Let me try this, Jeff. This one's for you. This one's for you, man. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I really, so. I really appreciate how much both you and I were able to prepare for this show. That was for me. All right, let's go. Welcome to the year we started a podcast. It's a podcast born Phoenix-like, very prepared uh, from last year's podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Jeff. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. And this is our podcast where a couple of friends half a continent apart they want to come together uh, on behalf of myself and talk about some of the things that are fun and interesting to myself and also Nick sometimes. Nick, mm-hmm. back in the day, like when you were like moving out, when you were moving out and you know going out on your own Nicholas ways, was there like a particular food that like you gravitated toward, like the the stereotypical like oh I moved out into the college dorm and now I only eat whatever and like I, I, pizza I, I rolls and ramen and whatever. I only ate ramen and French toast. Fr- French toast was like the first thing that like I could make. You know what I mean? Like I was like, ah, I'm, I'm like cooking, quote unquote. What you was know, your, had, what was your French toast game like? Like what? Like what did you do? It's, like did you do anything special? It, so so I don't know where I got this, but it's like a touch of milk, a touch of vanilla and cinnamon, and you like vanilla. Re, you re, remix no the way. cinnamon. 
Yeah, and then you remix the cinnamon each time you dip one because, like, if you don't, like, the cinnamon, like, all just likes to bunch up on the first one. So, like, if you, you know what I mean? So, like, the, the, it's not evenly spread. And I'm telling you, bro, my roommates and uh, all of our friends who are also incompetent 19-year-olds that didn't ha- understand how to cook thought that I was, like, a magician. I didn't know how I, to make anything I'm else an, at I'm all. I'm an incompetent 32-year-old, and I think that sounds delicious also. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla. Va- yeah. So, like, like, just a couple, like, a little splash or two? Or? Just a little. I used to I used to have it, like, written down how much, but now it's just, like, a little, it's just, like, a little squeeze. And now, I'm like, now, yeah, yeah. Now that's you just a know. Good, yeah, of course. You, you got you that know, by that's feel. That's the magic touch. Obviously, yeah. Of course. I mean, you've every- it thousands of times. <laughs> when you're as experienced of a French toast uh, chef as I am, you know. <laughs> so my really sophisticated uh, culinary expertise when I was in uh, in college or, you know, when when you move out and you figure out you have to make your own food occasionally. You're like, oh, shoot. <clears throat> Mom's not just going to keep doing this? yeah there was no uber eats for moms back then or that's rough yeah it is terrible uh but no like the weird thing that i got onto for a good long while uh because like everybody's talking about like you know you got these frozen pizzas like totino's or whatever you toss in the frozen pizza and you get your like i don't know three cheese whatever pepperoni thing and like it's it that sucks what was my game was I would have a tortilla, like, you know, of tortilla fame where you would make tacos. But instead yeah. of making tacos, it was just a tortilla with uh, spaghetti sauce uh, and pepperonis and cheese and oven. <laughs> and <laughs> Nick, wait, wait, you wait. do so not you make fun my, of my, me. <laughs> no, not just that I'm making fun of you. It's like that is exact. That's like the 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 desperate like freaking nineteen year old who doesn't have a ride to the grocery store, but is like starving at one a.m. Like that's what <laughs> they just like open their fridge. Like I got a, I got a tortilla. I got pepperonis. Okay. Um, this is spaghetti. starting to look like spaghetti a pizza. Sauce. Let's go, <laughs> Nick. I'll tell you, it sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. No, but it sounds totally normal. It, uh, born out of desperation was genius, and it is delicious. I believe it. I believe it. I trust. Um, okay, I'm a, well. I'm a total dirtbag who can eat that kind of stuff and be like, yeah, whatever. This goes. Whatever. It's, it's we got protein, we got a sauce, and we got a, a uh, you know a container. We're good. Well, dude, I'm totally eating some uh, vanilla spritzed uh, French toast something something at some point soon. Like that that has to happen. Like a. I, that's that's really highly thing. recommend. I swear to you, it makes it sound like I'm fancy when I was using like all the cheapest crap from from uh, Safeway that I could possibly get my hands on. But I I do appreciate that your your enthusiasm because it brought me back to all the enthusiasm I had of like oh yeah, have your friends over. I'll make my my French toast. It's like my thing. <laughs> I love that. That's very cool. I. Yeah. I don't. I don't do the same thing with the uh, with, <laughs> meals <laughs> called Skins Pizza. But the, the pepperoni you know, spaghetti. To, uh, spaghetti Katie, sauce Katie and I have had it occasionally, so it's not. Okay. It's not completely off the menu, but it's more like a once every couple of years sort of. Thing. I, I will say that the fact that that didn't scare off your your high school girlfriend uh, and Katie, like that she stuck with you, but from before she knew you did that to after you went through that phase, it speaks highly to it. It's like oh, you know, maybe it's better than you think. Maybe it's yeah. Than you think. I don't. Okay, like just point of clarification, I don't necessarily want to throw her under the bus, but I'm pretty sure that was a thing we figured out together. Oh, there uh, you go. So, <laughs> that's like, true love right there. Yeah, like that's that's how you you stay together when you're high school sweethearts. Is yeah. you you graduate from being high school sweethearts to college people that make uh, tortilla pizza 
thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's big, that's big deal. Delicious. It was, it's really, like, legitimately, it's really good. I don't, it, it's very good. Nick, okay, here's the other thing. So, when I was in college, also, a thing that I had very much of and, like, got given to me, like, when I moved out of my parents' house, uh, was an, an exorbitant amount of, like, the stereotypical, like, chicken and beef ramen things like you know what i'm talking about uh-huh. surely you do yep, like yep, yep, the, yep, the yep, ones yep. that you find at every grocery ramen, store ever uh, that's literally what i'm talking about there's a name for it it's not cup uh, it's not cup ramen because i i mean i had cup ramen every now and then but that's not what i was it's not okay all the time okay 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 yeah i'm apparently maybe maybe you are more aware of it than i you know you fancy coastal california people or whatever coastal but, Coastal elite out here with vanilla and it's french toast that's that's really what we're trying to break down here in this podcast but Nick, recently though, my wife was like, "Hey, I want to try some ramen again. It just sounds good because it has gotten cold here in the Kansas parts." Fair. And I'm like, "That sounds cool. I like ramen. Like that sounds like a good idea from my college days." And I tried it, and it's like very mediocre, as you would expect. I mean, ramen is good in the sense that, like, yeah, I don't ramen know. is good. S- salty the- noodles and water, like. It is. It can, it can only be so bad. Like, I yeah. like salt and noodles and water. Like, that's fine. Um, oh yeah. But uh, what that led me to is like, man, it's like it's 2021. We got lots of hard things, but there's got to be some good things too, right? And so, I'm like, there's pro. Like, I I have. I guess I should I should add. Since since the, the early aughts, early aughts, I have uh, in my work gone to lots of food things that i've never like I've, i discovered sushi as a love of mine that is like literally the my favorite thing yeah. ever but another part of that is i have had uh you know over the last 10 years some really fantastic ramen uh yes. like i just I, I just very mucho good and but you know it's it's been a while since i've had the ones that you put in the microwave and turn into uh the ramen yourself nick I went out and I got some random like cup ramen and other thing. Like just I I went ramen crazy. And Nick, you can find some flipping amazing ramen in that you could just make into ramen in your microwave. Yeah. And it's like it's like, like 70 times better than what it was with yes, college ramen. 100%. I don't understand. I mean, I still had to freaking I I didn't have a I didn't really have that much microwave ramen. I would just boil the thing. I was sure. doing like 50% of the work of okay, well, that's not fair. That's obviously not fair. But like I was doing a, a, at least <laughs> more a little work. bit of work compared <laughs> yeah. to like how much I like should like the difference between the amount of work that I was doing for crappy ramen versus good ramen and the taste quality between like crappy ramen and good ramen is it's it's not it's not linear it's not it's not equivalent i should have been going for good homemade ramen or like good like take home ramen like dude it's good i agree no and like i'll tell you what nick the best one that i've gotten so far of these like like my my new uh like what's what's the, like i just i feel like my eyes have been opened to the world of microwavable ramen or boilable at home ramen yep i uh the best one that i found so far is literally this garlic uh like spicy garlic something something chicken something from dollar general literally dollar general nick the great <laughs> cuisine place known as dollar general well 
everyone goes there for their fine dining experience. Look, in my small town is literally no, the dude, only uh, place dude, you I'm can not, buy. I'm not, hate, I'm not hating. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not hating. I'm saying like it shouldn't be like where you find like this dope ass ramen. Like that's awesome. That's <laughs> it really awesome. Is super great. And like everybody I've like uh, like shared it with is like, oh my gosh, that flavor is ridiculous. Like if you're down with like spicy and garlicky and chickeny whatever, like oh my gosh it is so good that you don't sounds, have to eat all the noodles you just drink the broth it's amazing that's it's probably filled honestly. with msg but <laughs> i mean you have to, you it, have to like assume. i don't care what it says on that label about that. <laughs> like i don't i don't trust that label as far as i would throw the two dollars i spent at it like it was not 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 a thing of interest but it is delicious ramen is so good now like it was probably always great for a long time but i've just kind of on a whim, rediscovered my love for cheap, cheap, terrible food uh, that is delicious. Can you please, real quick, uh, this is like unrelated and you can cut this out if you want, but can you click on this link in uh, in Discord real quick for me? Uh, okay. Jeff, this is one mile down the road for me and it takes everything in my power I feel like every you've single day. Sent me this I've, I before. probably have. It takes ev- Jeff, it takes everything in my my person to not go buy like go spend all the money that i have on this every single day i should be i should have zero dollars but die a poor man without the ability to buy any more food and just know that like my last 80 meals were all (laughs) were all this and that life was okay oh my gosh it's absurd get down here come down here (laughs) go to paranoid you californians in your ramen yes uh so scratch everything I said from the record. Everything I've tried is terrible. No, Go, I, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I, oh, I still Nick, have this other looks, ramen. It's, well, yeah. honestly, they shouldn't even be called the same thing. Like, <laughs> like this this needs a different name. Like, does it have a different name? It needs a different name. It's craft ramen. I don't know. Craft ramen. That's I like craft mac and cheese. That's not the same thing. <laughs> It's like saying, like, hey, I had fish where someone else had, like, you know, uh, like sea it's bass. Like, oh, I had macaroni. Like, no, I've had craft macaroni. <laughs> it's so much better. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. That's okay. Um, we, we have an explicit rule to not do accents on the show, and I've broken we it. Do. We do. You've broken our, our trust. Oh, man. This, okay. Well, if you find yourselves in Nick's neck of the woods, go find delicious ramen. Uh, you are actively Hiro Nori, bro. If you're in SoCal in general, yeah, Hiro Nori, it's freaking fire. Oh man, how far away was this from any place that I've been? Uh, like far, far. Okay, far. good. Thank gosh. If you had told me it was like, oh, that's within twenty minutes. I don't know all the locations. Okay. okay, well, let's. I want to go with far. That makes me feel a lot better. There you go. Thank you. Man, I can't believe how far away that was from anywhere I've been. Anytime we've ever hang out. Um, okay, so we've talked about ramen. We've talked about that's about it. <laughs> Not much you, else. Nick, okay, we yeah. talk. I have on here. You, would, you want to talk about uh, television again? And a bunch of other malarkey. Okay, we, okay. we just talked about television, and video games, and blah blah blah. Okay, so first off, have you seen anything for uh, for Arcane on Netflix? Literally have no idea, no, dude, at all. Okay, uh, this is my shameless nerd moment because uh, Arcane is a uh, a video game uh, a video game series converted to a t- television show that is dropping its first couple episodes 
in three days. And usually video games converted to television shows or films are terrible, but this looks amazing. The animation quality looks fantastic. And it's dropping on the 6th, so it's probably already out by the time anyone listens to this. Uh, yeah, looks is there a, Is there a... I mean, I, I can only think of The Witcher as a good... Uh, video game to s- cinema or television or whatever. I had convert. never. Is there? I had never played um, uh, Castlevania, but I watched the first season uh, after my friend talked to me about it a bunch and told me how uh, dumb I was for not watching it. And I agree with him. I was dumb for not watching it. It was really, really good. I didn't watch the rest of them because um, I have ADD, and that's all. <laughs> I have no other <laughs> reasons. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Fair other enough. reason. <laughs> True that. Uh, but the first ep- first uh, season was very good as well. I'll I'll give uh, okay. Castlevania a shout out. Jeff, tell me when you're going to start this up. This this up because oh. we're going to watch it together. I'm ready to hit the play button in three, two, one. Play button. Okay, okay, Nick. Okay, so last week we talked about uh, what is a better way to spend your time, more or less, on video games versus TV yep. series or. That's so why not like, both? So, so why not both? You want to explain what we just watched yep. um, uh, to our listeners, and then what that uh, what the, what this means to you, and like what your thoughts are? Because I'm yeah. super curious to hear. Uh, so, uh, this is a trailer for uh, Arcane, which is a League of Legends uh, series that Riot uh, Games is producing on Netflix, uh, and it's an animated series. So I'm probably like a little, we're probably both a little old for the the target audience of this. It's definitely got like a young uh, like a young adult vibe, but yeah. whatever, who cares? It's fun, um, and it's following some of the main char- or not main. There's no main characters in League of Legends, but uh, League of Legends is like a really really popular for a long time. It was the most played PC game in the world um, for I don't know like three or four years at least. It also was uh, like a huge foray into esports. Like the first thing that was like on ESPN. Yeah. Uh, like really, really put that on the map. And also a thing that Nick and I played together. When did we start playing League of Legends for the very first time, Nick? Like, I, so the first time that I played with you was season what was season one, but I didn't play for very long. Uh, yeah, like we season- we obviously like we've played we've played together off and on. Definitely not anytime recently, but like. Like ba- this goes way back. Like, yeah, season like one for, for our listeners, decade, is, I think right? it's twenty eleven. Is that right? Yeah, like it feels like a decade. I could, I could do some quick googling. Yeah. Uh, well, we should, we should, we should. Uh, yeah. I don't normally it's, like to do this, but I think it is. This is ten years ago. It's either t- twenty ten or twenty eleven. I would guess actually is like yeah. Yeah. Uh, season one started in twenty ten and ended okay. in uh, twenty eleven uh, August. So yeah, like yeah. Yeah, well, this is this is a decade old thing uh, that we participated in, and <laughs> now is is animated TV show, which is and, a thing I did not realize, or ha- at least I hadn't remembered was a thing. And it's it's like still very animated, but uh, like it's not trying to be too realistic. But um, it's it's like well animated, right? It doesn't look like some cheap cartoon that like you know they just just half assed through together. It looks like well produced. It's got good effects it looks like it's got uh like a serious tone dude which I, I, which like league of legends is not known for its story like that was no. not the purpose of the game like it was a fun thing to play socially and have a good time and be competitive and etc um but it, like it always had that as a background element and 
I don't know. It's the right amount of nostalgia, I feel like, for somebody like myself. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I I like... I haven't been interested in League of Legends in a little while. Uh, I haven't cared at all about it or played it uh, at all. I occasionally get roped into playing a game or two because it is free, so you can just like pick it up and right. uh, yeah. you know. And I have bad friends who let me uh, make those decisions. And <laughs> but uh, but I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't really care about League anymore. I don't follow anything that happens with it. But like like the trailers for this have gotten me really nostalgic. It's like fun. It's it's yeah. It's it's good. It's super fun. That's super cool. I like, and I don't know, it does bring back, like, I think, uh, like, the nostalgic factor is by far the biggest pull, because, like, I remember, like, waking up at absolutely ridiculous hours or staying up ridiculously late to watch, like, uh, world championship stuff and, like, like just all the, the cool worlds things, and then, like, uh, like I don't know, like it was such a like a foray into an unknown, which was esports. Oh yeah, and, I mean, like it, global it the, esports. It was. I think it was the first esport that like really actually uh, did have international success and mainstream success. I mean, it sold out Madison Square Garden, and uh, it, I remember it sold out Staples Center in like an hour. Like which which is, is just wild. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I mean, you're you're totally right. I I I think you and I did that together, right? We woke up at yeah. like the dawn. Uh, the, the I remember waking up too. at like three a.m. my time at one point, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, for sure. So, yep. So it, this is a, a fun level of nostalgia for me, man. For us, man, it's good. Nick, the last thing I want to talk about today, I, I want to talk about uh, getting things done, which is like uh, very vague. Nick, do you? <sighs> What what's your relationship with uh, like productivity versus procrastination versus? Because like I feel like in some senses like you're the sort of person who would love to procrastinate, but I do feel like that you and maybe this is me giving you more praise than you deserve. One hundred percent, hundred percent true. I, I do yeah. feel like you have some degree of discipline on like focusing in on the things that you have to do on a given week that maybe you didn't have when you were a young 18-year-old when we first met or whatever, how old yeah, we were? I feel like I've always like kind of been the same way, and that is that I will remove the things that will 100% prevent me from, uh, or no, 100%, that prevent me from being productive. I will like step away from those things, uh, uninstall those things, um, delete those things, whatever it may be. <laughs> uh, but... I definitely still find ways to procrastinate and I am still to this day the guy who will, uh, you know, be up way too late. I mean, I guess it's not really true. That that part's not true. But like the, the, the energy of being like, oh, I have to cram everything into today is still there. Do you have any sort of system for like, like with going through school stuff over the years or whatever, like just personal life stuff or like you – you keep track of the things that you have to do or you just kind of try to keep it all on your head or what, what does that look like for you? Um, turn on music, silence phone, put phone out of reach. Um, that's why I'm doing to record this podcast. Well, no, no music. I should say. Yeah. But but nothing super, no like big system, nothing super organized or anything like that. So, Here's a thing. I just wanted to talk about it um, because I think it's it's interesting and it's a thing that I've recently had to fall back to uh, and I'm, I'm trying to fall back onto. A thing that I've done 
better at at different periods of my life, which is having some sort of system of like I don't I don't know how else to say it other than like a good system for to do lists. So there's a book called Getting Things Done. It's a, it's a like I hate these sort of books. They're just they're business books and they're like. 300 pages long and they should actually be like three pages long. Like they're just like completely <laughs> filled with just nonsense. But, but if you, if you're able it's actually to actually a test, Jeff, if you can get through it without, then you've gotten something done, even though it should have been <laughs> much easier. But no, if you, if you toss that thing on the oven and you, you reduce it down, like there are some, what I consider to be good truths or like uh, methods to, like how you can manage like a bazillion things and not like get completely overwhelmed. And like I kind of mentioned at the top, like it's been, it's been a rough, it's been a rough week or month or however long it's been. And I've had a lot of things to keep track of. And for like, like I'd mentioned before, like this is the thing that I have done good at at some points and poor at at other points. Uh, But it is really a method of keeping track of lots of things that you have going on that you need to handle and, but not having the stress like bear down on you quite so hard. And the whole concept is you have to have some way where you take in inputs, be it like emails or like offhand conversations that you can like jot some notes down on or whatever. And you take all those things in and you put those into an inbox Okay. And an inbox can be like a physical thing where it's like a collection of notes and whatever. Uh, but like, you know, we don't live in, you know, 1980 or whenever this was originally written. So that probably takes form in some sort of electronic version. But like, you know, follow-ups from emails, just different things that you need to do, but you don't have time to do right now. You just plop a note to say, like, go handle whatever in an inbox. I don't have time to do it now, but, like, you're just going to – you know that you're going to revisit that at some point. And then uh, there's two benefits for doing that. One, you don't have the constant bearing, like, on your, like, just general psyche going throughout the day of, like, I need to, like, follow up with this thing. I need to go figure out this sort of problem. I need to go handle this issue. Like, you don't have to try to, like, remember all the things that you need to handle on a given time. You just know that those are all in somewhere that I'm going to go visit at some point. I don't have to actively try to keep it in my head. I know I have a system where I'm going to go check that, and then I'm going to handle that. And then the other part of it is that you regularly revisit that. Uh, like that inbox and you either one, if it's something that you can handle in under two minutes or under five minutes or something, you just handle it right there. If it's something that you can't handle in just a a few minutes, then you'll put it on a calendar or if you're using a smartphone or some other sort of technology, you'll schedule it to be handled at some other time. And you don't have, basically the whole idea is you have all these things that are, very, very stressful, very, very like lots, lots of responsibility, lots of things you need to figure out. Uh, like for me, it's trying to balance podcast things and school things and work things and personal life things. Like it, there's just lots of there's things. You'll have deadlines, there's kids stuff, just basically deadlines, complications, thought that's needed, different levels of like, I need to care about this or I don't need to care about this. 
And it gets to be really, really, really overwhelming. And to have a system to throw that into to say that, like, okay, I don't really need to worry about, you know, signing my son up for soccer in the fall, even though I really know that it's really important that my son not fall spring, even though I know it's really super important, I can't do anything for it currently. But what I can do is set a reminder in my to do app to say, like, hey, come January or February start to figure out what league he's going to be in and I can just set a reminder and then I know that I'm going to check that constantly until you know when February rolls around or whatever I'll know that I need to go figure out what I'm going to be doing I find that sort of thing of taking all these items in even though you can't necessarily act on them getting them out of your head and onto a schedule that you'll be reminded on in the future extremely extremely valuable as long as i can actually keep to that sort of system and i have in the past i've had over a year maybe even over two years where i've done really really well with that and it's really really helpful like i remember to pay my taxes on time i remember to feed my dog every day i remember to like (laughs) take care of my kids and stuff i remember to check the mail i remember to take the trash out on wednesday nights which is when we record i like i remember a lot of things i would just otherwise just randomly forget because under high stress things when you have a lot of these sort of things to deal with it's just really really hard to like not have things fall through the cracks and it seems really obvious to me like that should be a thing that we should do more of but also i also like know that somehow my wife does all these things without any sort of app and just magically remembers to do all the things that she ought to do yeah i just women are magic women uh need more credit for (laughs) doing all of the like for doing way too much of the emotional labor and household labor that like yeah it's it's 100 percent uh sorry go ahead no i just i want so like mainly my thing was is like this is a concept from some dumb business book that i read like i don't know six seven maybe even more years ago um that was all dude it seems like you've you've retained it like i mean i I know those kinds of books and it feels like you're just doing that out of an obligation i mean the fact that you've been able to take something meaningful and material out of it is a testament all its own but sorry but do you do do you feel like for like, do you feel like the like taking these things out of your brain and putting them into some sort of system that you review regularly, as opposed to trying to remember when you're supposed to do stuff? Is that a thing that like resonates with you, or is that like a thing that is really just for the weird, broken people like me that like are able to remember that? Like, well, I, I've I, always I wondered this. So I've talked one. to lots of people about this thing before. So I don't feel like so one no I don't feel like um I do that but I uh I am a little forgetful especially with small tasks and what I was gonna say is I mean this sounds like the perfect solution for most people because most people have the issue of that that you have which is you live a full life with multiple children a wife a house all of the bills and things that are associated with that there's so gosh dang many uh pets. Uh, and a job, and uh, also all the things that come along with just living in a in modern society, like and a podcast, uh, and being friends with you, right, like, right, all all these burdens. I, I know you have to put me down in your your uh, your note take your reminder app. To, it's like, oh yeah, I have to talk to Nick again. <laughs> but no, <laughs> um, he'll get lonely if I don't. Um, <laughs> but um, no, but I I feel like your. Uh, we live in a world where that is way more complex than I think it ever was. Um, 
I this isn't exactly the same thing, but my uh, I had a a uh, a software development prof- uh, professor who told me um, everyone who thinks that you shouldn't take notes is an idiot. Uh, the human brain can hold on to seven uh, seven short term pieces of information, give or take two. Uh, and the, the people who think that they can hold on to the, t- the upper echelon of that are usually wrong. And most of us cannot actually constantly remember all the minute details of the things that you were supposed to pick up from, from the store and the things that you, all the bills that were due on the first or are due on the first and like getting it all right every single time is probably not a reasonable thing to just have as like, just rely on your memory to do. Um, people who can, you guys are magic and I, I appreciate you. Um, I probably could stand to do more of that, but I feel like I am on a, um, a very, like, I don't know if the word privileged makes sense here, but I'm on like a different weird place because, um, you know, I live in an apartment, so I just have rent and I don't have, uh, I don't have like a lawn and I don't have, uh, like any weird HOA stuff or any weird stuff that I have to take care of yeah, with, with that. It's all lumped into the one thing. Right, yeah. right. And I don't have to maintain the house. I don't have to maintain the yard. I don't have to maintain things. I don't have children. Um, my jobs have all been jobs that I can leave at uh, leave when I come home. So I feel like my stressors are all stresses that are big tasks and not so much like a, a, a lot of minutia that I need to hold on to and get like That's a, fair. Ta- not a task list. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it, what I, the reason I say is one, I think I'm kind of lucky in that regard. Uh, two, um, like how do you deal with overwhelmingly large projects? Like, do you ever come across like the, how do I possibly find time to allocate time for something that will take me, you know, days or weeks or whatever, because that seems like a really effective methodology to uh, to break down and prioritize, like and find ways to prioritize without forgetting about and without outright disregarding small tasks. Your example of your kids uh, of your son's soccer league is like a perfect one of like, okay, son's soccer league stuff not due for a couple weeks, not due for a couple months, whatever it may be. I can put that on the back burner, and as long as I have a way of reminding myself to do it, I can come back to it but what about something that's like hey i need to allocate like say as an example like 20 hours to this thing this week and if i don't do 20 hours this week then i'm totally screwed for next week where i'll have to add in another 20 hours uh like how do you and any time at all is a good time to be working on it there is no like ah but i could work on that next month that those are the things that i struggle with uh, yeah. So for me, what that looks like, and I'll tell you, like the, the, the quick and dirty answer is if I'm not on top of my game with like living my life in this sort of system, the answer is I do that poorly slash not at all. <laughs> like that, like a hundred percent is the answer. <clears throat> if, if I'm doing well, uh, which I'm, I'm, I've like, I've rebooted that part of my life. Uh, and so I hope that I can stick to it because it really is helpful for me. Um, it is like, I would have a task to say, like, spend 30 minutes or one hour to schedule out when you're going to be able to do this. Because like, you can't just, when you have yeah. a thousand things, you can't just say like, Oh, I need to make this a priority and I'll get to it when I can get to it over the next week. Like that's not what a priority is. A priority is like, I will work on this on Saturday from 10 to two or whatever. Yeah. Like it's not it, but, but if you don't, if you don't make it a, like if it's not a thing that you talk to your spouse about, like to, to plan out, 
Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, it's just 0%. It's not going to happen. Or it's not going, or it's going to be rushed. It's not going to be, it's not going to be given, especially if it's something important. Like, it's not going to be given the amount of care that it needs. And all that, like, it's like whatever amount of, like, care that you should give that and the benefit that that would give to that, it, like, has the inverse effect if you don't plan it out, but in reverse for stress. Like, it's, like whatever whatever goodness that you would have by planning that out and knowing that that was the time that you're going to work on it it has the equal amount of stress if you don't do that and that's what i have to avoid like if there's anybody out there that has a similar situation like me like where you have you know kids job family a podcast a friendship like nick that you have to maintain like i get lonely it, it's a, it's a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of work i need regular upkeep but but like but like for real like it is it is it can be a lot and a lot of it is you know like i released this week's podcast two and a half days late it killed me inside but i had to push it back because i wasn't doing a good job of keeping track of all these things and that really what is what pushed me the last few days to like really get on top of this is because i I hadn't been for a very long time right and like like i if you you can literally look at the releases of these episodes as evidence for what I'm saying. Like there are weeks where like, Oh, like it's perfectly like Monday morning at 5 AM uh, Eastern. Like it gets released like week, week, week again and again and again. And then you'll have like, Oh, it's like, uh, you know, 8 AM central. <laughs> it's a little bit later. Oh, it's a little bit later. It's like in the afternoon, like where I went home, like over lunch. Oh, it's that night on like, it just like, it like just, it just snowballs into like more and more behind on things. Yep. And it's not because I want it to, it's just, I'm not, I'm not making really intentional time where I know that if I don't do it at this time, this is going to have major implications for other things. And like, I just have to schedule the time, just like schedule out what I'm going to do. And if, as long as I know what I have to do, then it's fine. If I if I feel like I can push it off, like, oh, I'm just too exhausted to do editing right now, or I'm too exhausted to do school right now, or whatever. This is why like, they say you can't you can't have you can't have kids and and be a podcast star. This is like the sacrifice that you, you can't have kids, make. a podcast, a job, and, and a uh, school. That's, That's the thing that they like say. The, they say yeah, you can't have I, a Nick. It's unfortunate. And and a Nick. <laughs> yeah. But but I do anyways, a long way to say I find tremendous value in being able to get those things out of my head, but also being able to spend time in those moments when I'm getting them out of my head to have them scheduled for a time where I can revisit them. That makes and sense. that I don't have to worry about checking. Like my phone will just tell me. Like it's like, hey, you need to take out the trash tonight. It's trash night, and then you need to go record your podcast. Like it, it. Even though that is all things that I know that I have to do, it's things I don't have to keep in my head anymore. Yeah, and it's really helpful. No, it makes perfect sense. It, it, that honestly, it makes a lot of sense. And it, for someone with a lifestyle like yours, like that makes I, I, I had never really considered that you probably have a lot of little tasks to deal with on a day to day, and it, it makes sense to have something like that. That's just a reminder that relieves you of the 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 labor of having to schedule and think about them all the time and revisit them all the time yeah it it, it makes perfect sense man yeah and and like like in all honesty 
sometimes it doesn't matter. But I have right. had... I'm sure most most Wednesdays you probably know. Hey, most Wednesdays I gotta <laughs> take out the t- I gotta take out the trash and I gotta remind Nick to have topics ready. Right and by I gotta... two p.m. and then <laughs> <laughs> then I just start researching a new topic at three p.m. <laughs> exactly, but. but most most times it's, it's fine. But there will be times where it's not, and the fact that you didn't have to think about it prior prior to the fact that to remind yourself, or you, you didn't have to like go through some mental checklist and hope to God that you re- did remember everything. That's all uh, weight off your shoulders, right? Yeah, and 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 really, the the part where that becomes crucial is when you have really like outside the norm levels of stress in a particular area. And right now, like my professional life is like ten out of ten stressful. Also, my school, uh, like doing the 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 graduate stuff, is like sixty out of ten hard. And like, I just Dude. I need I need to make sure that I know that those things can be taken care of and when I'm going to do them. And, but I don't want to just completely screw over like a thing, like the podcast that I love doing. I don't want to screw over my family. Like I don't want to screw over leaving the trash out. Like they're all super important things, you know, equally. I, so I do. The, the, I am just as important as the trash and also as work is what I've heard. <laughs> you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, it's a weird thing. It's the thing I've cared about a lot. They're, like I said, the book is called Getting Things Done. It's by David Allen. You can like listen to the first like it's like honestly, it's, I think it's like chapter six. You could probably listen to and get the whole gist of it. I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but he talks about the like the benefit of getting things out of your head and onto paper, and then have a system to revisit those things later on. It's kind of dated, but it really like there's lots of but cool the principles apps. seem like they they the principles well. yeah principles yeah. apply get. You have you have too many things to keep in your head. Don't make yourself stressed out and like anxiety ridden because there's so many things. You get them out of your head by putting them on some sort of thing that you will revisit later, so you don't have to have the anxiety loop. Because I am very much the sort of person that if I don't do that, I will literally just loop through all the things that I have to do, and it's it's not a very all uh, of a mentally sudden you're healthy the guy sort in of the thing. commercial that's that's like, hey, honey, I brought the, the groceries, and they're like, okay, where's the kid? And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That has only happened a couple times, Nick. Don't make fun of that. <laughs> Nick, okay, first off, I do want to like I do want to go on the podcast and acknowledge the fact that yes, that is a funny joke that you just made. I have driven home knowing that I needed to pick up my son from the sitter. Uh, <laughs> and I made it all the way home, oh, no. like started to change clothes and talk to my wife, and then she's like, Where's Avrin? And then I'm like, um, I'll see you in a half hour. <laughs> I'll be right back. Because, <laughs> like, that is the 100% oh, no. the case. Like, if you get that stuff in your head, like, you will just drive home looping through all the things that you have to worry about, and you totally forget that you were supposed to pick up your kid. Like, I literally have done that at least three or four times. Like, it's 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 a funny joke, but also a 1,000% real. But that's, it's never that's it's, it's never resulted in anything bad. But it is very, very yeah, true. Nothing, <laughs> what that nothing can bad do to you happen. You're, 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 and I'm sure your son's going to turn out fine. So it's, <laughs> I'm, and I'm sure I'll turn out fine too. <laughs> okay, Nick, we need to go now and record our Patreon podcast. That you were starting another podcast. I made a promise at the beginning of it that it would be NFL focused uh, because that's the NFL season right now. I don't know if I made a promise, but I definitely give the insinuation that it would be that. I I've kind of leaned on Nick right now to like just kind of help me through these last couple of weeks or so. So hey. it might be a little it might be a little more Nick 
They're, they're a know, little more off the cuff, and th- that means that some weeks it's going to be NFL, some weeks it'll be NBA, <laughs> some weeks it'll be absolutely nothing of the sort. It'll just be like, dude, I've been playing this dumb video game, and I, I want to tell you about it. And, yeah. I'll tell you what, some of my favorite stuff is unsu- like unsuspectingly doing the downhill biking thing. Like, it, yeah. Like, oh Gosh, it's so good. But anyways, uh, you can check that out uh, if you'd like. It is uh, at patreon.com forward slash Tywasap. And you can also find us at Tywasap on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, You can find all of that at Tywasap.com. Nicholas, despite all the burden you lay upon me, I appreciate you taking the time (laughs) (laughs) to pod with me. I'm so sorry. I don't Uh, mind. This, I don't need any of it. The script here says you're welcome. But <laughs> <laughs> this has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you for listening. I feel so welcomed. <laughs>